Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we got a special delivery. We're going to be talking about delivery. Um, I think this is an art. You know, oftentimes we'll talk about there's an art and a science to things. And the science is, you know, the mathematical equation, the 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 systems, the data, uh, how much protein, you know, how, how many carbs. That's all the science. And then you got the art, you know, exercising, doing the weight, doing the technique. You know, that's the art of it. And so this one would probably fall under the art of it. And, you know, one of my favorite leadership authors of all time, John Maxwell, says leadership is disappointing people at a rate that they could stand. Leadership is disappointing people at a rate that they could stand. And, and I think when I look at and, and understand, I'm still improving. But when I, when I look at the years of my 17-year leadership journey in business, what areas you know, do I think I've seen people typically struggle with the most and I even struggled with in the beginning and it was it was delivery. And as much as I love I like to be you could just keep it real with me, shoot me straight, you know, whatever it is. There is a group of people that do they'd rather just sh you shoot it straight, don't sugarcoat nothing, tell it how it is. And uh, you know, there's there's a definitely a place in this world for coaches like that. And a lot of people have, you know, success doing that. I think if you're looking to coach the masses and you want to coach a lot of people, we got to be able to spoon feed them in a sense and, and disappoint them at a rate that they'll be able to handle. And so your delivery and communication to people are going to be key. You know, I think somebody, you know, I saw it's, uh, Communication is 7% words, 38% tone of voice, and 55% physical, right? So you would think communication, you think it's all just words. But you're hearing in that, that it's also body language, physical, tone of voice, tonality. That's huge. How are you saying it? What are the, that's why so often if you text things, they could be taken out of con context. If you email things, they could be taken out of context sometimes because you can't see me physically and, and I can't change or you can't change your voice. And that's what a lot of, a, a lot of times it's non-verbal. So the, the, the majority of it is not necessarily the verbal words that's being spoken. It's the, it's the, what is your delivery? What is your body language when you're delivering this? What is your pace? Are you loud? What is your tone of voice when you're doing it? And, and I see a lot of leaders miss here. And they may not even know it, but it's how do your people perceive you? Because you need people to be able to take in the coaching that you're trying to give them. And if they can't digest it, you may have all good food. You may have all good knowledge. You may have all good things. But if they can't digest it, they can't eat it, they can't, they can't make it a part of their being because they can't handle the delivery, you got to look at working on the art of, of 
of delivery. And so I think when you look at the, the delivery, can you see things from another person's perspective and communicate it? You know, that is off the top of my head. If I, if I want to have the right delivery on something, I want you to know that I can understand and see things from your perspective a little bit, that I can empathize a little bit. I try to put myself in your shoes. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. People want to know that they're heard, that you'll listen to them, and that you can empathize with them and that you could put yourself in that person's shoes. I think those things will go a long way um, in delivery. Listening uh, to them before you jump to, you know, straight conclusions. Doing it with love, doing it with care. You could always have a softer delivery at first and then down the road, if that doesn't work, crank it up a notch and give a little bit tougher of a delivery. But once you cross the road and, and, and crack the person with your delivery and offend them or come off rough, it's sometimes tough to retract and, and, and go backwards, you know, on that stuff. And so uh, I think if people know that you care about them, can, can you find a way to articulate and show them that you care about them in the course of that delivery? Make it about them, not about you. So in the delivery of what, and obviously we're talking about the delivery of maybe things that are tough to palate, tough for people to digest, maybe things that could be seen as not positive in the moment. Those are the type of things that we got to watch our delivery on, you know, some. And uh, look at yourself and, and, and ask, are you balancing that with uh, the positive and the negative? You know, you hear all these approaches of, you know, nine to one, five to one. I think where you get in trouble is if you're one to one is or or none to one. And what that means is, you know, how many compliments, how many things can you catch somebody doing right before trying to correct them from a leadership perspective? Can I give you five compliments before I give you the one correction? Can I give you nine positive, encouraging things before I can give you, not necessarily in the same sitting, like in the same conversation, but over the course of time. It's when you are never really giving them any positive, constructive coaching or, or encouragement, and then you're always bringing the negative. That's where you start to get yourself in trouble or the one-to-one -one ratio where, you know, you're really every one positive, you're giving them one, uh, one negative. It, 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 and I understand it's a perceived negative. But again, leadership is disappointing people at a rate that they could stand. Over time, some of your disciples will be able to palate maybe more of what you're delivering and you won't need as much sugarcoating because you, you have the relationship. They know that you care about them. Still don't take that thing for granted. But I just want to encourage, and, and if you think you struggle a little bit with, with, with delivery, just go check out the book, How to Win Friends and influence people. That's one. And, you know, ask yourself, am I coaching everybody the same? Because you can't coach everybody the same. Not everybody is the same. You got to know thy people. You got to know your people and know what they respond to. You have to know who you're coaching and adapt your delivery to who it is that you're talking to. And understand some players can take hard coaching 
and other people can't. And so adjust your delivery according to the person that you're coaching. Sometimes we tend to give them coaching that how we like to be coached. So if you work brought up tough and you can take tough, then you coach tough a lot of times, right? If I like being coached tough, I can take tough. I come from a tough coach. I can then now start coaching everybody like that. Not everybody may be able to handle it, okay? Now, again, I'm throwing all these things at you in hopes that I don't confuse you because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you have to be yourself. Being someone else isn't always going to work for you, okay? So if it's working for you, maybe you stay in your zone if the results are there, if your team is growing, if yourself, if it looks like your business is growing, and, and keep working on yourself internally because you, you, have to, you have to be who you are. Okay, if I start trying to be too much like somebody else, let's say I, I'm, I'm, let's say I'm a coach, and you'll see these in 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 sports, right? You have a football coach that on the sidelines, he's real calm and chill during the whole game. Even when things get crazy, you see him real pretty calm and collective for the most part, right? Brings good energy, brings some energy, but more, you 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 probably put that person in the category of more calm, right? Then you have other coaches, all game they scream. All game they holler, they throw a fit, they they break their headset, right? Which if the coach that, that breaks his headset and is all passionate goes all the way on the other side and gets too calm, his culture of his organization that was built on that and the people that actually liked that and were attracted to him through that he or she may lose those people. And then if the guy that's too calm all of a sudden starts jumping on everybody all the time and not being himself, that's going to be a shock, right, to everybody. And so I think the key is growing yourself so what comes out is genuine and you're not forcing yourself to be somebody else. And I think you'll get away with a lot from a coaching perspective if you could just make sure that the people know you care about them and all the coaching is about their how they're going to benefit and why it's in their best interest to do what it is that you're, that, that, that you're telling them, okay? So once you could just know who you're coaching and adapt your delivery to those people, things will start to get easier for you. You know, in the process of delivery and how people receive your delivery, I think you just got to look at the old school John Maxwell book, one of my favorites, the, the five levels of leadership. And your delivery, I think, is going to be a part of you being able to get past level one in a lot of cases. So five levels of leadership. Level one is position. So people will follow you as a leader only based on your title. Okay. Level two is permission. People will follow you because they want to because of the relationship that you have with those people. And so part of that, getting into level two now, your delivery, people got to feel like you respect them, right? You don't like to think about, do you like to be around people that don't talk to you with respect and, and show you respect? And so the, the second level that you climb up from the bottom level one is title position that you have. That's the bottom and 
all the way at the top is going to be your level five. The second level is people got to give you permission. That's the relationship that you build with them. Level three is going to be results. You know, I think that's a combination of the results that you get so they can respect you where this is coming from. Because I may like you, but not let you lead me if I don't think that what you're telling me uh, you can back up because I like you and I have a relationship with you. You have to have gotten some results that I can respect. And, and then I think when from whatever you're coaching me on, I have to be getting results from what you're giving me in order for me to jump up to level four. So level one, you got the position. I'm giving you some, some, some little bit of respect and follow followship. Then level two, we built a relationship together. So now I'm letting you lead me a little bit further. Level three, if you're going to jump up to level three, with a person, they got to get results from the words, from the coaching, from the time that you're spending with them. They got to get results. If you're coaching them on things, you got a relationship with them, but they're not getting results. You're not going to be able to go to the level to, to level five with them. Okay, level four is people development. Okay, so that's reproduction. How how many how have you impacted this person's life to now where they are a multiplier? You've you've poured into them. They've learned. You've helped to develop them in certain areas of of their life, and now they're ready to start multiplying and helping other people. This is where you reproduce. This is this is this is the the level in an organization now where you could start to multiply and go from 30 people to 100 people, 40 people to 400 people is multiplication where we start to reproduce. Leaders start to repro reproduce other leaders and it's in and, and it typically the faster we can go through these levels. You know, we got the title, we got the relationship, I coached you. Uh, you're getting results. I've gotten some re some results, and now we start to develop other people. I, I developed you. I'm pouring into you. Now you you feel like I've impacted your life. You start to do the exact same thing for others. That's a level where you've now allowed me to have level four leadership in your life because I've helped to develop you. And then level five, that's the pinnacle level. That's where people have the ultimate respect for their leader. And I think that level five, pinnacle level, ultimate respect from what I've read, studied, researched, internalized myself, that level five leadership level, that pinnacle level is held for, I think, a lot of which the leader, the character and integrity and the way that the leader carries themselves for people to be able to buy into because what I remember from that book is they say, you know, level five, you've achieved with people. You'll start to hear people say things like this to you. I would follow you anywhere. I would follow you anywhere. That's when you know that you've started to achieve a level five with that person. And a lot of the times the people that would trust you with their life to follow you anywhere, they trust the way that you're living your life, not just in the thing that you're trying to coach them in, but outside of that, your personal life and your and your professional life. Okay. So why don't we why don't we have a goal, you know, for this upcoming month, those of you in leadership, just to pay attention. Is is this a strength of yours, your delivery? Uh, is it a strength of yours or not? And if it's not, can we work on it? Something that that I wanna I wanna give you as a tip. But I also want to avoid it it not coming off the right way with you because if people 
think that you're only telling them things just to suffice a, uh, suffice a system and to do something uh, that because a system tells you to follow it, then it takes the feeling out of it and it takes the realness out of it. But there, there, there can be, there can be a, a little bit of a formula sometimes. Okay. And it's not always, you got to go off your feel. That's why it's an art, but a genuine sandwich uh, is hard to beat for a first level for a leader, just trying to learn how to get better at their delivery. A general, a, uh, 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 a sandwich, Okay, approach is good, bad, good. So I'm going to tell you something positive, give you encouragement about something, tie it into the bad, the things that we got to improve on, and then end the conversation off with encouragement and positivity. That's a real quick, easy one for some people out there that are just starting to grow as, as leaders and they're like, man, where, where do I begin? Start with, with a sandwich. You can't use the sandwich all the time. People say, oh, He's, she's starting with the good now. He's starting with the good. Where's the hammer coming in there? So you got to learn to be genuine. But as long as that's in the back of your mind and you're trying to leave the conversation, you know, positive, typically you should be in, uh, you should be in a good, in a good spot. Okay. So thank you uh, for the time invested into, into growing with us and learning with us. And um, if there's anybody out there that you know that could benefit from this message or, or that we can impact, please share it so we can impact more people. Let's go out there and serve more people. Let's work on our delivery. Let's uh, let's work on ourselves. But but be grateful because where you're where you're sitting right now, no matter how good or how bad it is, there's somebody out there right now in the world that that would probably die to trade places with you and that are praying to have the exact hand that you're dealt right now, even if it's not the best hand that you've ever held, uh, held in your life, just make sure you reflect real quick on the gratitude, on, on what do you have to be grateful for, because there's so much to be grateful for right now, especially if you woke up today. So appreciate your time. Uh, look forward to joining uh, with you, joining forces with you on the next, uh, the next episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day.